What's up, Team Female? Welcome to Female Political Strategy. Female first, female forward, politically non-binary. I'm Ro. I'm Lilith. And I'm Elle. Today, we're talking about Will Smith. Yeah. Well, that was unexpected. The slap heard round the world. Yeah. As a political like philosophy, I am pro-slapping Chris Rock. Lilith is pro-slap a bitch. Yeah. Talk shit, get hit. <laughs> yeah, let's debate this. Let's talk about the slap scene around the world and only heard in parts of the world because apparently only Australia and Japan aired the unedited, uncensored version. So basically what happened was Chris Rock cracks a joke as part of his transitory monologue between like one segment to another segment about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett shaved her head some time ago. Apparently she has some kind of... She has alopecia. Yeah, she has alopecia, which is like an immune disorder that makes you lose hair. Chris Rock essentially called her G.I. Jane 2, which is a really old movie. This is like a throwback joke. A really old movie featuring Demi Moore where she becomes a soldier and shaves her head. So basically just cracking a bald joke at Jada Pinkett's expense. Bald jokes against men are okay. Bald jokes against women, not okay. It's literal violence. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, Chris Rock tells this joke. He kind of says, hey, that's not that bad. Jada looks upset. She kind of rolls her eyes and looks a little little bit upset. And then somewhere between that joke and Will Smith initially seeming like he was laughing at the joke, in hindsight, when you watch it, it looks like a psychotic Kanye laugh, like the one where Kanye starts laughing. Like, I'm about to slap the fuck out of you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Okay, so briefly, Tupac and Jada Pinkett were childhood friends, essentially had what she calls like a brother and sister relationship. Not really clear if they ever really dated. Tupac Shakur used to write like Jada love letters, etc. And then Tupac Shakur died tragically by being murdered on the strip in Las Vegas after Tyson fight sometime in the mid 90s. So first of all, Tupac's always been like a really big cultural icon in the hip hop community. And Will Smith was also a rapper, but Will Smith was always looked as like the clean, nice guy, kind of like corny rapper. So the juxtaposition between Tupac and Will Smith has always created a lot of tension there, especially because a lot of people feel like, oh, Jada really wanted to be with Tupac, but settled for Will Smith. Now, whether or not that's true is debatable because essentially Tupac was alive when Jada married Will Smith. So it wasn't like she didn't like have the choice, et cetera. It seemed more or less like she liked Will, she loved Will, but there's always this antagonism between like the hyper masculinity of someone like Tupac and then like the relative corniness, nice guy, kind of Ned Flandersy energy of Will Smith, right? He's like, I don't curse in my raps, etc. So a lot of people always look at it. Tupac could have had Jada if he wanted. And so people have been needling Will Smith about that for years. And Jada Pinkett, for her part, sometimes plays into it because like she kept a lot of Tupac's old letters, which it could just be like, well, he died and that's an old friend. But people have made it into a big thing. And then also, obviously, because they went and put all their business on the street <laughs> during their red table talk thing. And Jada admitted to having sex with this R&B artist named August Alsina, who's her son's age, by the way. And so then ever since they admitted that out loud, it's become like open season on Will Smith. At some point, Jada looks upset. Will's laughing initially. And then at some point off camera, we don't see. I think she gave him a look. And then he was like, oh, shit, she's mad. But nobody saw that. That's what everybody's assuming. Again, we don't know this for sure, but what I think happened is he laughed at first. She gave him a look, probably. He was like, oh shit, she's thinking I'm laughing at her. And so he did this as like a sort of last ditch to try to redeem himself in her eyes. In which case, good. Honestly, I am supportive of men who go to war for their queen. If a man insulted me, I would expect my boyfriend to punch him in the face. Dead ass. I'm not kidding. 
I think it would be a set and setting kind of thing for me. There's a political compass that I think is absolutely hilarious. It's so relevant where it's like people who are okay with the joke, but not okay with the punch. People who are okay with the punch, but not okay with the joke. And people who are okay with neither and people that were okay with both. It was like the political Mm -hmm. spectrum thing. I think both of them were not okay. Chris Rock, first of all, like maybe there's like a perceived friendship there. Will Smith's punch, I think, was way more out of line than Chris Rock's joke, which was also out of line. Will Smith, 10 out of 10, out of line. Chris Rock, 7 out of 10, out of line. That's where I stand on that. There's two minds about it. So I think that this beef actually is old because of the fact that during the 2016 Oscars, Chris Rock lit up Jada Pinkett because Jada and Will had boycotted the Oscars because Will wasn't nominated for the movie Concussion. They boycotted it with mixed reaction from everybody, even from Black Hollywood, because some of them are like, yes, it's very, very true. It was during the hashtag Oscar is so white thing. Yes, it was very, very true that a lot of people of color, the movies and films from people of color and actors of color do not get recognition by the Academy. And it's been a historical problem so much so that I just found out that Samuel L. Jackson won his first Oscar yesterday. And I'm like, Samuel L. Jackson has been bodying his roles for decades. What? Right. I was surprised at that too. He only won his first Oscar and everyone is going on about Leonardo DiCaprio not getting an Oscar. How does Samuel L. Jackson not have like 10 Oscars already? Exactly. So he's chosen a pretty interesting vehicles, I think, for his movie greatness. He basically does everything, but he does like indie movies and blockbusters. He's a great character actor. Yeah, he's great. So that was the general vibe of the first time where you might have seen a public beef between the Smiths and Chris Rock, because Chris Rock lit into them during the 2016 Oscars monologue. And he said something to the effect of, well, Jada Pinkett saying she's boycotting the Oscars is like me saying I'm boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. (laughs) Right. Like (laughs) he basically dragged Jada. So we don't know what happened between that joke and what happened last night, except for that. I know Jada Pinkett and Will spoke out as saying that, no, this is really serious. We really want to draw attention to this. And they didn't appreciate Chris Rock's digs. Tyrese, who was like a friend of the Smiths, says that they had beef going back to then. And it's more than likely that at some point, Will Smith said something to Chris Rock. Listen, whatever you can make fun of me, but keep my wife's name out your mouth, right? I could definitely see that being a conversation he probably had with Chris man to man. Listen, you don't have to drag my wife into it. If you have a problem with me and like me boycotting the Oscars because of the concussion, et cetera, come at me, don't come at my wife. So I think that this is one of those times where Chris Rock tried it just to see if he could. And then Will Smith snaps, (laughs) right? Talk shit, get hit. Okay. (laughs) That's exactly what I think happened. And that's why I'm sort of, I'm on team nobody because I think that the way that Will reacted and then sat back down in his seat, like keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. That is a conversation he had with Chris before. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a was had, like you'd heard those words before. Like the fact that Chris knew that something was going to happen as he was walking up to him, he stood up and he was like, oh, oh, like he knew something was going to happen, right? He knew he had it coming. Yeah. Right? Right. (laughs) I think he thought he was going to get Kanye'd at best, right? He thought this was going to be a Taylor Swift moment. Mike was going to get yanked. But you could tell how dazed and confused he was because he was like, well, the next documentary for an Oscar goes to the Oscar. <laughs> like, Yeah. He really tried it. Yeah. I do think that a better response, someone pointed this out on Twitter. I think a better response would have been for Will Smith to go up, take the mic and be like, hey, my wife has alopecia. It's really not nice to make fun of someone who has chronic immune condition. And then he yeah. would have had the moral high ground. 
I think that would have been a better response. But again, like philosophically of the view, talk shit, get hit. I think (laughs) (laughs) that is my moral view. Can I add like a social component to it? Had it been like Leonardo DiCaprio and I don't know, fucking Ryan Gosling doing it? Sure. We would have had a good cackle. But the fact that it was two black guys doing it. (laughs) I don't really care what their race is. It's two men hitting each other. Here's the thing. They're two able-bodied men, okay? If it was like a man hitting a disabled man or something, or man hitting a woman, (laughs) man hitting a child, man hitting an animal, all of that's wrong, okay? I only have a problem with male violence when they punch down. When men punch up or across, laterally. Laterally. (laughs) Like when a man punches someone who's of similar size and also able-bodied. I don't see anything wrong with that. Honestly. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, first of all, I have so many meme references on this because I inhaled (laughs) the memes. (laughs) It's hard not to, right? I'm like obsessively checking Twitter. (laughs) My favorite one was Will Smith posting himself. He was like, damn, can't take nobody from Baltimore anywhere. Jada's from Baltimore and all boys from Philly, right? Did you see their TikTok beforehand that was, oh, going to Uh the Oscars to choose chaos? Yes. (laughs) It was like premonition of the night. (laughs) He woke up and he chose violence. (laughs) No, he chose violence. You have to see it. It was so funny. They were taking pictures in their Oscars, like gowns and tucks. (laughs) And literally the caption was like going to the Oscars to choose chaos. And then that happened. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Damn, Will. God, off to Bel Air you go. Premeditated? (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. That makes it even better for me. No, like he was ready to go. Okay. He sat down and he was like, the smallest fucking thing is going to set me off. He's just waiting for a pretext. (laughs) Yeah, which makes me think he just doesn't like Chris Rock and that was a brewing beef. (laughs) So I think the race thing is a component for me because where I live right now is the city. Racism in the city against like it plays out so differently where in like good company you see like black people walk in and people's moods change and even some restaurants will be like no clothes of like this specific brand that only like black people wear and it's just like wait what yeah yeah (laughs) damn that's crazy is it like the respectability politics public perception thing yes Mm, yes exactly so it's like the american connotation for me where there's a lot of underhandedness like the oscars it's I mean, we just literally had a whole issue where like black artists were not even being recognized at the Oscars for so long. And then this happens and I'm like, I know y'all are like multimillionaire on multimillionaire violence, but like at the end of the day, people walk in, (laughs) people walk in and see two black dudes when you do shit like that, you know? What fucks me up was, have you ever been to like a family function where something pops off or is it just my dysfunctional ass family? Okay. Like you got that drunk auntie that brings the tea Exactly. people are suddenly fighting. Yeah. So this reminds me of like a wedding where like you purposely leave the troublemaker family members off the reception list, like someone like Kanye, for example, and then your two favorite uncles pop off for no reason. And you're like, oh, no, if you guys fight, who are we going to be left with? Like, it felt a little emotional, right? Right, right. You literally didn't invite Pookie. Pookie just got out of prison. So, you know, he's ready to fight. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt like when I was watching, I was like, I'm actually kind of emotionally collapsing and I need to unpack this because I don't know why. And then I realized it's because it's like watching two icons in their respective fields suddenly fight. And you're like, no, 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 but we need you guys to be the stable ones. Yes. (laughs) You guys are holding it down. Yeah. Yeah. For so long, they've been like black Hollywood royalty, right? So you need them to kind of be that. Yeah. They made it to A-list and stayed there without... You have to be a good role model kind of thing. Or there's the expectation to continue to be a good role model. 
And then it's like when they melt down, it feels like nothing safe anymore, right? Like <laughs> it's like nobody's safe. They went full Kanye. Like we all expected it from Kanye, right? He calls himself Jesus. So it's like, okay. It's like Bill Cosby going down. Will Smith and Chris Rock. Okay, but Bill Cosby deserved to go down. He's worse. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like icon status. Icon status. Like Bill Cosby was like a huxtable. Will Smith was our fresh prince. Chris Rock was everybody hates Chris. So like, I don't think he's innocent. But the character that we lost, I'm grieving the huxtable that we lost. Yeah, okay. So during the altercation, what I thought was interesting was... Chris Rock actually offered his face to Will, which makes me feel like he thought Will was going to jokingly slap him. And then when Will actually doubled back and hit him for real, he was stunned, right? Because you can see him be like, oh no, here he comes. And then like pushed his face out thinking like Will was going to do a really big funny joke. (laughs) Then it was a real slap. And then Will slaps the shit out of him, right? He went four dimensional. Yeah. That kind of made me think it was staged, honestly. That's what I mean. It feels like WWE. They're like, okay, you know, the ratings for the Oscars are really low. What should we do? Oh, I know. Like, let's get Will Smith on there to slap Chris Rock in the face kind of thing. I thought that too until Will cussed. And he was like, keep my fucking wife's name out of your fucking mouth. The cursing. That's where the line is. Where I knew that was fake. There was other angles where you saw the hit. Like the, the straight on angle you didn't see and it looked like a Hollywood hit. But then the other angles that released on Twitter, you can see that slap connected, connected. I was like, damn, it wasn't like sound effects, like whatever was mic'd up to Chris' mouth, it <laughs> nice. amplified the slap. Yeah. So <laughs> so my favorite one, other meme was, I would pay one million cold bucks to get the recording of the walkie-talkies in the background <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> for stage management. <laughs> he kept it together. Like the way that he just got hit in his jaw like that. Honestly, mad respect. Getting punched in the face is very disorienting. Okay, ask me how I know. It is. <laughs> no. Okay, so that's the thing. Like, Chris is a professional comedian. He was a touring stand-up comedian for a very long time. So he's used to dealing with hecklers, right? So he's used to, like, having shit go crazy during a show and then keeping and then continuing on. What I think shocked him was, like, first of all, that Will hit him for real. And then, two that, like, nobody did anything. Because he was like, oh, okay, so we're just going to keep going nothing's good like he even said something like that okay we're just gonna go to the next segment yeah. and he stopped himself he's like you know there's a lot of things like that you know what nope nope like because i know really? i know as yeah i'm gonna see the the like five seconds or so after the hit and after will smith's yelling on the ground and then chris rock yells at him or chris rock says back to him like man it's just a joke when will smith keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth and then chris rock's like man it's just a joke and then he's looking around at like stage management trying to figure out if like they're just gonna keep going and everybody leaves him hanging and he's like, okay, guess we're going to the next segment. And then he stops and then like says something like, you know what? I could really. And then he's like, you know, no, let's keep going. He really chose Jesus. He chose Jesus <laughs> in that moment. He did. <laughs> he chose to take the high road. You know, Chris goes to church. <laughs> Chris goes to church and values that paycheck. Because you know he wanted to roast the shit. The Holy Spirit right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he would have lit into Will Smith if it was MTV Music Awards or like BET Awards. Yeah. It was because it was the Oscars. But I would have loved to see that. That would have been made it even funnier. <laughs> you know how I discovered it? I don't watch TV like that. So that was not a hipster rag. I was about to say, oh, okay, hipster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally just don't have the patience. And I don't know who the people are half the time. So anyways, I was on Twitter and... I saw Trevor Noah. He was like, I know that wasn't scripted. And it was all all in caps. And I'm like, what the hell just happened on Oscars? And I tune in and it's the Japanese dubbed Chris Rock taking a slap to the face. And I'm just like, what did I just miss? 
God. <laughs> Thank you, Japan. Thank you, Australia. <laughs> Nobody's been watching the Oscars for years, to be honest. This is the most exciting thing that's happened for years. And that's why everybody thought it yeah. was staged at first, because they're like, well, ratings are down. So this seems like something. But no, when you actually hear the audio and then see the yeah. like, Chris Rock take that punch, which again, either Will Smith's <laughs> weak at taking a punch or Chris Rock is used to taking punches. But then again, Chris Rock has talked relentlessly about being bullied as a it kid. It wasn't a punch, though. It wasn't a punch. It was a slap. It was a slap. Yeah. True. With a slap, though, like you're not putting that much brute force all on one jaw, like it's distributed. So it stings more so than it being like an actual brute force blow to a joint. As opposed to like a closed knuckle fist, the force is much more concentrated. Yeah. Yeah. And it like will knock you off your feet. Whereas a slap, that's just, man, that's all straight to the ego. Okay, I want to talk about some of the rad femme, because again, I almost exclusively follow rad femmes on Twitter. So when I logged in, it was all about male violence is always wrong kind of thing. This is a good example of how I feel like male violence is always a bad thing stance of like radical feminists. Why I feel like there needs to be a little bit more nuance there. I know that a lot of people get like triggered by the word nuance because of scrotes like abusing that word, but (laughs) I want to talk about why I think male violence is not always wrong. And why I think actually, then again, like, there are worse examples than Chris Rock. What he said wasn't that bad. The joke was crass. But yeah, I don't think he deserves to be like K-worded over it or anything like that. But I don't know. I just think that, okay, let me back up. Actually, I want to talk about my theory of aggression in humans. Okay, so I think that the problem with male violence is that first of all, like, it's only something that men are allowed to do violence. That is, I think that women also experience aggression. The problem with female aggression is that it's often turned inwards or towards other women or children or safer targets, right? Women, it's being violent towards men as a woman is just too scary and the consequences are, you're a lot less likely to win. So most women just don't do it. And also female aggression in general is punished very harshly, right? So I think that aggression in men and women is very normal. And I think that like as a society, we need to stop being so fucking delusional about violence is never the answer violence is never correct kind of thing. Because again, it's a very human trait. I don't believe that like humans are inherently good or bad. You know, we're all capable of love. We're all capable of hate. We're all capable of being nice, warm, hugging. We're also capable of beating the shit out of each other. Okay. What we need to do is channel that aggression in a more healthy way, right? So for example, I think rapists, pedophiles, men who kill women, that kind of stuff. I think that men like that are actually morally justifiable targets of male violence. I think that the way that we're going to end male violence is with more male violence, basically. (laughs) Yo, war of attrition? Is it the war of attrition? (laughs) Violence is never the answer. Yeah, Violence is never the answer? No, violence is the fucking answer, okay? And then all you're going to get is the strongest men survive and they're not going to have any more men to be violent against. So who do they take it out on? No, 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 because here's the thing. It's like, it's not even about the actual violence. It's about the threat of male violence. And I think as a society, you see how people react when, for example, a man like kills a pedophile that like molested his daughter, right? Everyone fucking cheers, right? Whereas when a woman like kills her own rapist, everyone's like, oh my God, this is so scary and so horrible, right? Men who kill rapists or men who kill pedophiles are seen as heroes. Women who kill rapists, women who kill pedophiles are seen as an aberration. And I think that's unfair. I think we should also cheer on women who kill rapists and pedophiles and stuff, right? Obviously, we're not talking about Chris Rock anymore. This is like a long distant (laughs) 
completely separate thing. I just really wanted to bring up my theory of aggression. And so, yeah, I think male violence is not always wrong. I think we just need to redirect male violence in a more pro-female way, right? You think Will defending his wife is justified violence? Yeah, I think we should celebrate men who defend their woman. Yeah. I also don't think women should get their hands dirty. (laughs) That's the other thing is I think men should take the fall for the violence, right? Like if I were to like kill a rapist or whatever, I'd probably go to jail. If a man killed a rapist or whatever, they'd be like, wow, he's such a great guy. He's such a hero, right? Like that's the other thing. We need to take advantage of this public perception of men who kill rapists as heroes or whatever. I very jokingly said that, oh, this is the new standard. So I'm going to put on my dating profile that willing to slap a bitch anytime, anywhere. Yeah, again, might be not popular with RadFem Twitter, but yeah, we just need to redirect our aggression in a more healthy way. To me, it has to be situationally, it has to be proportional to the situation that you're in, right? So like, if we're in a fine dining establishment, use that tongue in cheek power, use your wit, use like the mic or the stage. Or if he had pulled a Kanye in that situation, I would have respected that. I actually respect Kanye's response to Taylor Swift and Beyonce. I don't know why he felt the need to get involved if that was like his wife. Okay, cool. If he'd responded the way Kanye did at the Grammys, I would have respected that, right? It's kind of wild. It's kind of out there, but it's not physical violence. It's just the physical violence to me is so inappropriate in that situation. I guess, but I love violence. (laughs) (laughs) the urge to just like love mess right it's like you know it's wrong but we all love mess and that's the problem (laughs) it's the tea it's the messiness it's the vicarious living through like these multi-millionaires that are so far out of reach that are doing like bullshit like okay (laughs) here's the other thing the other take that i keep seeing on radfem twitter is that like oh she could have stood up for herself like she didn't need a man to stand up for her she could have stood up for herself okay and how would that have worked out for her right like If she'd gone up and like criticized Chris Rock, she would have been gone down in history as like some bitch who can't take a joke or whatever, right? When a man goes out and defends his woman, he's seen as a hero, or I don't know, in this case, it's sort of mixed reaction. But if a woman were to defend herself, she's always seen as a bitch, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think the consequences for her if she stood up for herself would have been very different and much worse for her than if a man stands up for on her behalf. I think it would have looked worse on Will if she stood up for herself. Yeah, it would have made him look more emasculated than people have been trying to make him look so far. And I think that's part of it, too, because the reason why people are calling it a joke is because of the fact that they have a quote unquote open marriage. All of the takes I've seen on Twitter from like all the men who want to antagonize the situation are like, well, you can fuck Will Smith's wife, but don't make a joke about her baldness and just trying to do a pylon while emasculating Will. And if like Jada had taken control of that situation instead of Will, I think that would have been worse. Oh, and the other thing is that misogynistic men, they don't give a shit. Here's why I actually think that male violence is essential in the fight against male violence, because men are not afraid of women. Okay, you know, misogynistic men don't give a shit about women's anger. When a woman gives a misogynistic man shit, he thinks it's funny. He's not threatened. He thinks it's hilarious. Some of these men just don't have any moral fucking compass. And the only thing keeping them in check is fear of consequences from other men. And that is why I think that we need to recruit men in the war against male violence. Men will love it because they get to sublimate their violence in a more morally or socially acceptable way against rapists, pedophiles. You know, they get to have a purpose. Men love to be violent. Okay. We also have violent tendencies as women. I think, again, choose violence. (laughs) What's that? That like evil Kermit meme where like Kermit's talking to himself, like, choose violence every time but she's both (laughs) but she's both evil ones 
There is no good Kermit. Lilith is the evils. <laughs> I'm like yeah. the devil on your shoulder. No, so I think yeah. men and women, we all have violent tendencies, right? But I think that we need to harness that tendency instead of trying to suppress it. Because again, like when we try to suppress male violence, first of all, it's just going to happen behind closed doors in a way that we can't see it. I think that it's best to bring it out in the open in a way that we can control and in a way that's like socially acceptable, right? So Honestly, I don't care if the men doing the violence against other men are misogynistic or not themselves. All that matters to me is that men are doing my bidding. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) If it doesn't work out with my boyfriend, honestly, I'm going to start a cult that's like a male... That's like You're a starting a militia, Charles Manson. I command men <laughs> to like kill rapists and pedophiles. Marilyn, what is it? No, Marilyn Manson is the rib guy. Not Marilyn Manson. What's the other guy? Charles Manson. Yeah, <laughs> Charles Manson style cult. Yeah, Marilyn Manson is the singer. Charles Manson is the murderer guy. Yeah, I'm gonna start like a Charles Manson style cult break. Man, men to do my bidding. Yeah. And kill rapists and pedophiles. That's gonna... By the way, this is satire. In case anyone's trying to censor us, Patreon, whatever. <laughs> this is all a joke. This is for entertainment purposes only. Disclaimer, this is just only satire. I don't mean anything I'm saying. It's 100% a joke, just so you know. She's a good Kermit. There is no real evil Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> we love men here. Men are the best. Yeah, men are great, especially when they're punching other men in the face. Oh my god! <laughs> like Khaleesi, a Lilith, <laughs> breaker of chains, burner of pedophiles. Yeah, we only strongly dislike pedophiles and rapists and bad men, and it's just a strong dislike. If men could be violent and be seen as a hero for it, imagine how much they would fucking love that. Okay, like we'd be doing them a solid. Yeah, yeah it's called war. It's called war. It's the entire military. (laughs) We get to kill people. (laughs) Okay, but actual war is so much more messy. And the violence is like indiscriminate, right? Like when two soldiers are fighting out in the battlefield, it's like he could have a family. He doesn't deserve to die like just normal soldiers in the field. But rapists, murderers, pedophiles, they deserve to die straight up. (laughs) I like professional sports. I think we should just start celebrity boxing max right <laughs> i was thinking celebrity death match like Freya's the old like- mtv show but i think we should do celebrity boxing matches or like if you have beef with another celebrity you can just schedule a time in the ring it's a fight club you want a celebrity fight club yeah celebrity fight club yes so do you know what i want i want a steroid to add to everything as you're talking about my real fascination is steroids so i want like celebrity fight club but everybody has to take steroids. I'm like, I want the best man-made. <laughs> the strongest oh freaks of nature to just like fight it out. I'm like, yes, do your best. And then like fight it out. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I got excited there. Oh, man. Anyways, back to Chris Rock. Honestly, I considered taking Anifar. I decided against it. I did think about it. Oh, don't. You'll grow chin hair. No, Anifar <laughs> is the one that has the least androgenic. Yes. It's the one that women usually take. And you only get the chin hair or whatever if you take too much but i decided against it just because i don't want to take hormones so oh okay i just have horror stories on sarms and steroids for another episode yeah conversation for another time so i wanted to pivot or piggyback off of lilith is saying about rad Femme twitter and to a general roast of twitter and twitter's reaction to this entire fiasco everybody somehow managed to make <laughs> this about themselves personally it was so cringe to watch right It was like out of left field, first of all, like 
Judd Apatow jumps in. It's like, this man could have died. Like he was so overdramatic. Oh my God, don't be dramatic. But that's Hollywood for you, though. Remember what they did during the big vid? The big vid. (laughs) Hashtag big. Yeah. So first you had the people that were moralizing like, this is an outrage. Violence is never the answer. And then you had the people that came in. Well, if you had the people that came in and they were like, this reminds me of when I was five years old. And my, my, like, my father used to come home and beat my mom every day. And this is my own personal 9-11. So then you had all the people that were making themselves a victim. Then you had the people that have alopecia and being like, this is really important that he stood up for his wife defending alopecia because people feel like they can just make fun of people who are sick or disabled whenever they want. So then you had those people making about themselves. Then you had red pill guys like, this is what happens when a man gets cucked by his wife publicly. This is why you should never be a cuck. <laughs> Men are made to be cocked, but that's another opinion. Oh my god, Lilith, you're just dropping them hard right now. (laughs) Then you had the others like, this is a representation of black fatherhood and and defending the black family. Then you had the other ones like, this is texturism, colorism, and and futurism, and not protecting black women. And then there was like, yeah, the trans misogyny people that were like, words are literal violence. I was going to say, what did the trans people make this about them? (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah. But of course, they'll never miss the opportunity. This is this is like why we were trying to save Dave Chappelle was literal violence, because this is violence against people when you speak words. And then you had the comedians rallying the wagons like, yeah, this is an attack on free speech and comedy. Oh and there's no God. excuse to hit people because we're just comedians. And we all out here paying fucking $10 for gas. Like, shut the fuck up. Then you had the cultural warriors like, oh, what if Will Smith were white and he punched a black man on national television? Everybody would be calling this a racist hate crime. And then, like, <laughs> yep, that was right wing Twitter. I was there. I was there. I was like, wait, what? How did this become about you guys? <laughs> All like, Twitter was like, this is about me personally. <laughs> like, like, what? I am personally <laughs> offended. I mean, I'm kind of doing that too. My kink is two men fighting, right? So I'm kind of doing that. <laughs> that's my fetish is watching two men fight i'm like damn that's fucking hot (laughs) i do too but like for less ideological reasons no no no. for me the ideology follows the kink like the kink is there and then i come up with the ideology to justify it exactly oh my god doing it like a man that's how you do it you just do whatever your genitals want and then come up with a whole like system of justification about why it's valid explain later (laughs) do first that's why it's called an after action report right you have a report after you do it and then now you explain why after you do the thing it's okay also fuck chris brown that's another thing why the fuck is will smith getting more hate for this i think ro you're the one who posted this like why the, or who was i don't know it was about kanye because kanye got banned from the grammys and the oscars because for being unhinged yeah oh yeah you post about kanye but i saw a lot of takes saying like why is it that will smith is getting more hate than chris brown got for rihanna right Yeah, again, I think it is wrong when male violence is directed towards women or anyone that's not an able-bodied man, okay? Like, man-on-man violence, I'm fine with that. I'm not going to complain about that. Bonus points if he's a rapist, but anyways. This is an attack on Christian values. I tried to listen to a bunch of the spaces last night just to see how people were reacting, and everyone was making it into a personal, cultural moment that affected them personally, and it was so strange for me it's just funny as fuck it's funny but it's also like there's just too many like professional victims on twitter true yeah because it's professional victim verse that's where twitter is everybody yells out into the void about themselves and then everybody like 
has like a center of gravity around their own misery or whatever they're obsessed with. So <laughs> you know who like gets the award for being the least problematic like person at the Oscars? Lupita and Yogo. She said, oh no, is this really happening? <laughs> anyways what was wild to me too okay so the aftermath we could talk about so the aftermath was apparently denzel washington and tyler perry took will smith aside and was like talking to him p diddy p diddy yeah and tyler perry like diddy i think was like in the after part like during the oscar speech i think denzel said one or two things to chris quack and that was it based on like the footage sets out but i thought it was interesting how like nobody in like quote black hollywood came to chris rock's defense immediately which makes me feel like a lot of people must have beef with Chris. I'm serious. I'm like, because that seems a little bit weird. They all knew he fucking deserved it. And then Samuel L. Jackson, like, there's another video of him, like, embracing Will and, like, kind of laughing and dapping him up. Nobody ran to Chris Rock's side and none of the, like, black celebrities have come out and publicly, like, defended Chris Rock. They all know. They all Yeah, know he's he probably sucks. pissed off multiple of them and also... Yeah, he might have had it coming. And that's why I'm leaning towards like probably multiple people, including Will Smith, have been told Chris Rock to lay off certain things. And Chris Rock, being the professional instigator that he is, did it anyways, right? It's so, so messy. Yeah, it's messy. Okay, there's a German word for a punchable face. It's called Beckpfeifengesicht. <laughs> God bless them and their stupid words that are perfect. God bless the German language, Backpfeifengesicht, and it just means someone who has a punchable face, and Chris Rock has a punchable face. Like, he just, just a smug little, like... Which I feel bad for him. No, I don't feel bad for him. The fact that no one ran to his side to defend him... Not even the Academy. Means that it's not just about your actual face, it's also about, like, your demeanor, your smugness, your personality, and so on, Right. The fact that nobody went to his side means that he probably has a lot of enemies and he probably had it coming. Like, there's a picture of Beyonce smiling as he got slapped and some people were being like, oh yeah, because he's made fun of her hair too. And I'm like, yeah, see? Talk shit, get hit. Some people just need to be slapped. So there's a lot of comedians who have said that their jokes have gotten them personal threats. So Chris Rock isn't the first one. Eddie Murphy did a whole stand-up about after his iconic delirious stand-up like Mr. T wanted to fight him a couple of people tried to fight Paul Mooney comedians making jokes that translate into real world beef so this just seems like an extension of that that's why I'm sort of defensive of him because I'm like you know what I'm kind of on the side of the comedians in general where it's like comedy is an art form and these are really really rich people I think they should be able to practice their art form and if it offends people I guess people have a right to be offended but I don't think they should be like slapped for it and I'm very much I'm very much pro free speech right? Like if it's that offensive, then the Academy can stop inviting Chris. Yeah, I'm pro free speech, but maybe I'm just desensitized because of all the fucking rape and death threats that I get because of the jokes that I make. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone would have a right to actually murder me. But like, again, he got slapped. Okay, it's like it's an open hand slap. Don't be a fucking baby. But he got slapped at the Oscars, (laughs) man. That's what kills me. So to be the literalist, though, this isn't like a silence on his free speech, right? The Academy did absolutely nothing. In fact, they stayed out of it. They were like, ooh, okay. No, they're doing a formal review, apparently. I just saw this on Twitter. Now, nobody (laughs) escorted Will out. Nobody (laughs) intervened. Nothing. Everybody was just like, anyways, I think the Japanese may have narrated and there was a strike, (laughs) you know? A statement just came out from the Academy saying, the Academy condemns the actions of Mr. Smith at last night's show. Yeah, 24 hours later? (laughs) (laughs) This happened last night. (sighs) Like, the whole time, everybody's... Anyways, you know what I mean? Like, 
With the whole Taylor Swift thing, it was immediate. Chris Rock even said like, oh, this is about to be the greatest moment in the history of television. Because he knew. <laughs> he knew. Yeah. Yeah. But watching two icons in their respective fields get into fisticuffs on stage during a live broadcast is, yeah, that's the stuff of legends. I don't know if that's ever happened. It's hilarious. Come on. Like, just from a pure end. Like, again, what's with all these people getting angry over it? It is hilarious that two multi-millionaires just open hand slapped over like a joke about one guy's wife that's fucking funny as fuck honestly funnier than any joke that chris rock has made ever like over the course of his entire lifetime every joke he's ever made if you were to add up all of the funniness that would still be less than him getting slapped by (laughs) that was the biggest joke the one he did like the one he was a butt of the biggest joke that he's ever made in his entire career was getting slapped by will smith honest to god i will stand by admittedly i don't think chris rock is that funny so i'm with you on that me neither that's the thing like i will die on the hill that that slap is funnier than any joke he's ever made man his movies aren't great but his stand-up was hitting for a while so given like the world circumstances that are going on and I don't know how much gas is over in like Canada peaceful stand right now, but shit's like $10 a gallon here. And everybody's kind of go, no, it's like seven, it's $6 in somewhere in California. And it's like over $4 almost everywhere. Damn. So it's like really? the highest it's been in very, very, in the past decade. And they're out there like, if the worst thing that has happened to you is a joke against your wife right now. Okay. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Your life must be pretty great. Good for him. But honestly, I don't think that's the worst thing that ever happened to him. I think he just had a lot of built up pressure and it felt good to really let that out finally. I know you're team violence. You are team violence. Yeah, again. Team violence. (laughs) I am team violence. I am team Will Smith all the way, 100%. I'm ultimately everyone sucks here. I don't think Will Smith should have hit him. I think Chris Rock should have pulled that joke, though, if words were had with him about it. So I kind of feel like everything worked out. Ultimately, Will Smith is probably going to face some kind of consequence. And the rumors that are circulating around Twitter is that he'll likely be suspended from next year's Oscars for the slap. I mean, I don't think he should have slapped him, but I did like the slap. (laughs) Like (laughs) After the joke, my first reaction would not be, oh, you should stand up and go slap him, right? Like I said at the beginning of the episode, your value response would have been to be like, hey, my wife has alopecia. It's not nice to make jokes about people with chronic immune conditions like that. That would have given him the moral high ground. The slap happened, right? It's history at this point. It's iconic Oscars history at that point. The slap happened. (laughs) It's happened at this point. It's like, what's in the past is in the past. All we can do is fucking laugh at it. A little more context with Will, too, is like he just released an autobiography, which I haven't read, but I've read excerpts from it and then watched interviews of him talking about it. But he's talked publicly in his book about feeling coward all his life because his father used to be very like physically abusive toward his mom and he felt like he was never able to protect her. And then also feeling like a coward in comparison to guys like Tupac. So I almost feel like this was his hero moment. This was his moment. Yeah. Honestly, I'm like, good for you, Will Smith. Yes. It was just a joke, though. Had it been, like, unprompted to me, like, him getting mad, justified. Him going up there, justified. Had he not responded with actual physical violence and he'd maybe, like, taken the mic or, like, pointed at him or just been verbal, I would yeah. be okay with it. I could dissect <laughs> that. I think the line that was crossed was making it a physical, like, assault and battery where it's like, you technically just committed a crime. Crimes! Psh, just because something's illegal doesn't mean that it's immoral. God, okay? I didn't say it. It's just illegal. He publicly stood up for his wife on one of the biggest stages possible to someone who was being a bully. Okay, maybe that's why I desensitized to this, because again, like, hockey fights are a thing all of the time. Guys get into hockey fights all the fucking time. That's just, like, part of the game. 
In fact, I think the, like the NHL cracked down on hockey fights. They want there to be less hockey fights. I think they should do the opposite. I think they should actually encourage the hockey fights. That's the best part. For me, it's just like splooge. Like, wow, that's so hot. They need like technical fouls for things like this. Like, in a, this is why I love sports. But again, like, I just see that as part of the entertainment, right? So maybe I'm just like kind of desensitized to watching men fight each other. So again, I just saw this as like the Hollywood version of like a hockey fight. You see shit like this all the time in like athletics, right? Where things just get heated and then you just get a tech and a fine. But it's probably bad for their asset management, right? They're probably like, you guys got to fight less because you guys are expensive. <laughs> Yeah, some people are apparently calling for the Academy to take away his Oscar. I think that would be going way too far. Yeah, just bar him from the next one. That's probably fair. Yeah, most people are like, man, let's just walk it off, right? Because the fact that it wasn't do anything that's going to cause him like permanent damage. And more or less, it was like a heated exchange that was over as quickly as it started. So it just feels like a technical foul. It feels like, man, yeah, you shouldn't have did that. You face consequences like the Academy should do something to Will Smith. I don't think they should take his Oscar. Please don't do that. But something like suspending him from attending the Oscars for years is, yeah, fine, is like super fair. Will Smith has now come out, I think about an hour ago and publicly apologized on his Instagram to both the Academy and to Chris Rock. Anyways, so thanks for listening, everybody. And find you a dude that'll slap a hoe for you. Again, find you a man who will defend your honor. If a man's talking shit, he deserves to get hit. I'm just saying we should normalize male violence on male violence. Male violence on men who deserve it. Male on male violence, yeah. Male on male who deserves it, violence. Normalize it. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Twitter at Female Political and our Facebook page, which is in the links below. You can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Female Political Strategy. See you next week.